0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine the light on issues impacting the urban community. Now, this is Episode 59, and tonight we're going to talk about a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We're going to talk about some local um, news. We're going to talk about politics and local scandal. We're going to talk about a little entertainment. We're just going to really have a jam-packed show tonight. It's going to be a really informative show. It's going to be a really juicy, really hot show. Um, we have several people coming in tonight. And um I'm going to go quick, song, um and I will be back. I think I have one of my guests trying to call me. So we're just going to play something real quick, and we'll be right back.
2: Sitting here feeling kind of crazy, but not just any crazy. It's the kind you feel when you love somebody. I don't have my baby calling somebody your baby, and I can't sit still. Look how gone it is. we Make the
1: one more song. I go really, I gotta go take care of a few things online. I put up the wrong phone number. So um if you guys are listening, call in at six four six nine one five eighty two hundred. We have a couple guests online. We're gonna get to um C and I think JR is online. Um just give me a few minutes guys and we will be back shortly. We're gonna go to um let's see what we're gonna go to tonight. Let's see What I wanna play. Um uh, I'm gonna play Kendrick Lamar And I might try to sneak in some Chris Brown, but um, this is going to be Don't Kill My Vibe. It's a remix with Jay-Z in it. I think you guys are going to really like this track. So um, just keep it locked, and we'll be back, and we'll be ready to start our show here very shortly.
3: Probably gonna spend again Don't forgive me Don't forgive me Things I don't understand Sometimes I need to be alone Trick don't kill my vibe Trick don't kill my vibe I can feel your energy from two planets away I got my drink, I got my music I will share it but today Trick don't kill my
4: vibe Trick don't kill my vibe Straights don't kill my vibe. Straights don't kill my vibe. Oh, uh, look inside of my soul and You can find gold and maybe get rich. Holla, Trinidad James in four weeks, but now my album platinum ish. So what? Y'all keep the numbers. I'm more than another statistic, my this courtesy of confidence. Brooklyn go hard, motherfucker. Love me on the east like I'm Chuck D. Dominicans wish that I was born there. I'm looking to be the god MC. You look at my hat and see thorns there, I look at the game and see pawns there, I'm cooking this industry hard, I'm back at this money, teabagging your honey, you thought I was fresh off the yard, don't crack me, these dummies, you're lightweight, they tell me you're nice and I'm lightweight, go give me a knife, you're looking like steak, and when the stakes are high, I stake out with days, and when the water is hot, you probably bouche, but we ain't thirsty, you never alert me, so I got a P89 in a sweet case. I know you heard me, this is a burpee. Miracle exercise, right now, homie, I'm an extra vibe. Hiked down on the curb when you heard that I got these words to the upper echelon. The I am a sinner, who's probably gonna sin again. Don't forgive me. do forgive me. Things I don't understand.
3: Sometimes I need to be alone. Drake don't kill my vibe. trick don't kill my vibe. I can feel your energy from two planets away. I got my drink, I got my music, I will share it with the team.
4: don't kill my vibe, don't kill my vibe, don't kill my vibe, straight don't kill my vibe. Up in the clouds, me and my spouse. Rumors on the ground getting too loud, we turn them shit down. Can't hear myself think. Turbulent shit, almost spilled my drink in a white with a mink, running through that like it's my house, all up in the hall like a mall, told you my all I do is ball, no I don't remember you, I don't intend to empty my memory, bank it's a million dollars in the baby Hillary swank, sitting next to Hillary smelling like dank, president's party, name one scout, out the harder than them, i wait, 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 wait. I've been in my wave like 20 years straight. I've been on my vibe like 20 years straight. Don't fuck up my high, fuck up my high. Nights like this, I can fuck up a pie and still be straight, still be straight. Fall back, got a lot on my plate. Don't waste my breath. I don't know how many moves I got left. Back to the joint, smoking this sh- like I'm trying to prove a point. I'm the highest, the highest title, numero uno. Kill my squad on the funeral. <laughs> Between you and me, turn the energy to urinals. Pissed off. I'm position, a this a generation, my fault, leaderhood of new school On my toes like a ballerina, who knew I'd be black swan World in my palms, ironically, I am the close, shot as best Cause I didn't drop the bar, Told When I was 16, that I hired a 16 To put it d- right on the big screen In a paddy wagon with 16, should have been in the pen But now my pen rang with morphine I healed, Touchdown down with morphine I killed, audio cracks, cat G's to meal ticket Cardio lap, was running for dead life But now running the map Picture little me giving a f- from what a f- gotta say Never be Jay, never be Nas, never be Snoop, nor Dre You ain't get killed in Vegas or a Suburban Puff said he wasn't your favorite So many washed up with detergent But I don't drop gears, I just ain't mad I'm on purpose like Block, number 14 like Block If they had another magazine like Block That a young nigga get blocked I kill them all when they tryna kill my Block I am the pass a good guy, the last of hood Got the last of wood, try to pass a good chop It shines a black beetle, the 90 to 10 second drum solo Yeah, what's up? I...
1: Back to the Urban Wire Brought to you by the Urban Coalition Of Freelance Writers Where we shine a light on issues Impacting the urban community I wanted to uh, let you guys know Of a few things We're probably going to have another show tomorrow um, Kind of solely um, Like addressing The issue Of um, The Oklahoma tornadoes But we're mainly going to do Uh some local news tonight, and we're going to talk about some things that have been going on in Indianapolis, because I don't think we do too much local news, so I really want to do that tonight, and I just want to let you guys know, um, the correct number to call in is 646-915-8200, I know um, I got a tip from somebody that um, I accidentally put up the wrong number, so... Um six four six nine one five eighty two hundred. If you guys want to reach us on Instant Messenger, um Yahoo Instant Messenger, you can hit us up there. Um, it is B UrbanWire underscore Indy and that's I-N-D-Y. And also you can join our Facebook group page where we um post updates, we post links to articles, um, we have discussion forums. We have a really good time in there, so if you guys want to uh, join us there, you can always do that. And um, before we get started, I want to let you guys know that Michael will be in after 11 o'clock tonight. Right now, we have have All online, and we have Steve Johnson online.
5: And Steve, uh, how are you this evening? Pretty this evening. good. Cannot complain. Mm-hmm.
1: The Lord's been good. He's been mighty, mighty good.
5: Yes,
6: he has, Absolutely. Yeah. Jr., how are
1: you doing tonight, brother?
6: Oh, my brother, I am doing fantastic. Just every the God, the stars, karma, and dharma have all aligned in my favor. Mm, okay. Do you mind
1: sharing, or you just just a feeling that you just have in general?
6: I, I'm I'm just in a great mood, man. I mean, uh, I've had m- great conversations for the past few days, um, a, for my, the show upcoming. You know, 3XR. I just lined up uh, a female that I was in the Marine Corps with. She is one of two women uh, who made the officer ranks in our in in our job field. And, uh, she said she'd be more than happy to be on the show. Uh, another great thing, another great thing with it, she, uh, did it go through? Yeah. Oh, another great thing was she, um, asked me if, uh, she could tell part of my story on her memoirs whenever she writes her book. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I told her, I said, absolutely, you know, and, uh, she she was uh, asking me if I'd send her an email, you know, telling what all happened and all, and I I told her yeah, I got no issues with it, you know, I, I've been always open about my military career, so, um, you know, it, it uh, I'm just in a fantastic, fantastic mood.
1: That's
6: great. That's great. Well, I
1: also want to let you guys know um, if we have time, I'm gonna get to um, an interview. I'm um, waiting for it to load um, with, That I did with Gospel Celebrity of Sensation Cassie Taylor Brown If um, you guys follow our YouTube channel You guys will see that um, We had that interview posted Very well And I'm going to probably play the audio Through this um, interview Later on in the show So I definitely want you guys To uh, check that interview out um, You can go to our YouTube channel At youtube.com slash U-C-O-F-W. It is entitled to exclusive Kathy Taylor-Brown interviews by Seneca Harris. Um, Guys, definitely check that out. And also, if you want to check out my experts to our uh, podcast, you can go check those out. And we also have commentaries on um,
0: reviews,
1: some you know, every- of Everybody will so definitely check that out But I really want to uh, say that the program that he performed at last Sunday was very beautiful He um, came into town to celebrate Pastor Stephen Clay's um, 30th anniversary um, He is the proud pastor of the Messiah Missionary Baptist Church here in Indianapolis, Indiana And he is also a very outspoken leader in the city um, so it was very much honored to um, See her at that program Also I, I participated In the program You know I found was she inspired That she backed her up um, One song I did leave So it was really good Participating in that service um, It was so much Everybody and everything There uh, And I just thank God that I was just there in the place, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty much it. I do not know if you guys had anything else. There, I know you mentioned about the show um, 3XR. I don't know if you want to elaborate on that more, um, tell people about that, what you have plans, what it So, um, like on summer.
6: Okay. Well, uh, I, I'm sorry, brother, but you're getting a lot of feedback on my end. I, I don't know what's going on, but 3 uh, 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 Are you on speaker? Uh, what's
0: that?
6: Are you on speaker? No, no, I got you on my Bluetooth. You know what I mean? Should I hang up and try to call you back, see if I can get this off? Yeah, if you want to do that. Uh,
1: that's on, fine.
6: It, it just died away, brother. It just died away. All right. So, three X R is a free speech forum show. We're going to be discussing all the hard issues, uh, e- everything from uh, Westboro Baptist Church all the way to uh, politics, military life, and just life in general within the cities. Uh, the three, the three R's are race, religion, and reality. People, we will be real in this show. Some, okay. some of you will agree. Some of you will disagree with me at times, but you know what? It's all about the fourth R in this, and that's respect. i respect your opinion just like you will mine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You, know,
6: you see. And see, that's what it's all about. What we try to
1: aim for on this network It's about respectful and healthy dialogue, you know, so um, let's, let's just really keep that in mind when we're when we're engaging in how whether it's the Herb Fire or Three A Star or any other stuff that we have in the It's all about. I'm okay? right. Yeah. I'm
6: re-iterate that. Uh that brother let me let me give you a call back. I'm getting that feedback again. I, I think it's just
1: where I'm at right. Okay, that's all
6: uh, I will give you a call back in about five seconds. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, that's definitely what we aim for on the show. And I didn't know how you talked about that, Steve, but I really think that that's the thing that we need to try to aim for.
5: You know, and you're so right about that. That is something that should be aimed for because a lot of times people, you know, they don't want to talk about those types of things because I guess they are afraid that they're going to be stepping on toes, but um, how else are we going to be able to get our views and our thoughts and our opinions out? Yes. You know, so being able to talk about it in a civilized manner, it's something that is a very relevant show that is going to come up in the near future, and I am looking forward to um, calling in and being a part of it. That's great. Um, I think Ooh. I'm going to go to uh, I'm going
1: to um, try to get these lines right because um, I think that's my lines. So uh, uh-huh. we will be back here in a second. I'm going to go to Chris Brown's song and okay. we will be back
0: in about
1: a minute.
5: Okay.
1: I just want to apologize for the technical difficulties tonight, but we'll, we'll be up and running in a second. right, I'm back. I hope that's a little better. Um, You guys hear me? Yes. Okay, that's a little better. I'm going to see how JR's line is. Are you on
6: Bluetooth right now, Phil, or JR? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. The feedback seems to be gone now, so uh, we're we're, we're going
1: to... You know, I'd rather take a few minutes to get that right
6: instead of doing a whole show with it
1: just sounded like that. So I just wanna make sure everybody can hear um uh, clearly. So, um I really wanna talk about a couple things tonight. Um one of which is like they making major headlines, um that um and I'm gonna read you an article from the IBJ, the Indiana Business Journal. Indianapolis Business Journal, I'm sorry. And this comes from their website, com, And the story is titled, um, I'm going to put, um, it's entitled FBI search city, county building makes multiple arrests in the land bank. Road. Um, the article reads and stuff. Um. See, so do you have your?
2: Uh,
1: are you listening to this while while we're talking? Mhm. Yeah, you might want to turn that down in the background. For
0: That's
1: probably what that is. I don't know. If I'm gonna try that. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's better, because I think it was echoing in the background. Okay, there we go. Um, it reads, FBI on Tuesday morning conducted a warrant search at the Department Metropolitan Development in the city-county building shortly after agents arrested multiple people, including city employees at their home. The move are the culmination of months-long federal investigation into alleged corrupt practices at Indy Landmark, a FinBank, a municipal agency that handles distribution of vacant and tax-delinquent homes that fall into city hands. That's what she called I say A grand jury indictment is expected to describe evidence of a secret kickback to city officials who orchestrated the sale of city-owned properties, at least one not-for-profit organizations. Those arrested were scheduled to make initial appearances in federal court Tuesday afternoon. Um, the U.S. Attorney um, Joe Hoxstead is expected to announce the charges at a press conference at 1.30 p.m., which this was written the other day, so that's probably why... You know, if you guys are you know confused, this was an article from the other day. An FBI tactical vehicle was parked outside the north entrance to the city county building as of nine a.m. One of those arrested Tuesday was Reggie Walton, the land bank director. It was not yet clear what charges Walton is facing. The identity of the, identity of the other suspects were also unclear uh, let's see We'll skip now um the i b j story focused on the sale of one hundred and fifty four vacant homes and apartment buildings for a total of one hundred and fifty four thousand dollars a fraction a fraction of their estimated $2 million value at auction to a group called Homeless and Reentry Helpers Incorporated. The not-for-profit acted as a straw buyer for a local invest- investors who cherry-picked the properties from the 6000 tax delinquent Marion County parcels. Um, i trying to see. I think there's a more updated version to this story because This story, when it first came out, they weren't, like, really sure um, what charges they're going to be facing. But um, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find that updated story. Uh, um, Let's do a little quick search here. Um, I want to get you guys the... uh, most recent
0: uh, story. Let's
1: see. All right, here we go. This, this is the more, most recent story which came out today. Um, Indianapolis Mayor Fred Ballard on Wednesday suspended a city program that sells Um
0: uh,
1: and tax delinquent properties one day after the federal prosecutors indicted two of his top officials for allegedly accepting bribes and kickbacks. Ballard said that he learned of the problem at the Indiana Land Bank when, quote, when I got a phone call, unquote, just days before an FBI raid at the agency that promotes the redevelopment of the vacant and tax delinquent properties by selling them to private developers. An eight-count indictment unsealed Tuesday afternoon alleges Reginald Walton, 29, Assistant Administrator of Abandoned Buildings for the Indianapolis Department of Metropolitan Development, and John Hawkins, a 27-year-old Senior Project Manager for the agency, received bribes and kickbacks from the sale of the property to the non-for-profit organizations as little as $1,000 fee. Three other men were also indicted, and one of those, which he was part of um, a non for profit called the AIDS, I think it was like that, it was like some AIDS coalition that helps out um, individuals that are infected with HIV and AIDS and helping them get housing. He was involved in that, mm-hmm. along with um, two other people that were um, a part of one, of, one of which was a part of his administration, and one other guy, I think, um, he was old. The other two guys were older guys, and another one, I forget what his name was, but he, I believe, was a part of a non-for-profit organization, too. So they asked how the alleged activities could have escaped administrator um, administration's oversight.
2: So they asked
1: Greg Bauer, how could this happen? So, they, so he said, if you read the indictment, you can see how it was transacted. Emails and texts. And that sort of thing. We're obviously not privy to all that. So what kind of, okay, I'm going to stop here. What kind of response is that? Like, we're not privy to that. Well, you better get privy to it because this is the 21st
6: century. You see what I'm saying? Am I right? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. Uh
1: what you mean to a certain extent?
6: Well, uh, yeah. Give me just a minute here, and uh, we'll we'll get it rolling. Uh, okay, you know. You let me finish uh, this oh,
1: really quick. Let me, let me finish reading this. All right. Yeah. Ballard said he placed the land bank activities on hold while his administration reassess reassesses procedures we'll have to see what the feds do first, Ballard said. Adam Fees, uh, a director of the Department of Metropolitan Development, said that the land bank currently oversees 1,200 properties. Hawkins was Ballard's special administrative assistant until he was transferred to the Department of Metropolitan Development Last year Early last year Walton was close to Ogin, Ogin Williams The deputy mayor of the neighborhood Which is a I ain't going to get into that Because you know what These ain't nothing but a bunch of clowns And a bunch of a Damn monkeys That he done put in That pretty much are making a mockery Of the black community But I'm going get to on, get on that in a minute who said that Tuesday that he had known Walton, quote, since he was a little kid, unquote, growing up in a Hallville neighborhood on the city's near west side. Williams was a longtime director of the Christamore House, a community service center in Hallville. Quote, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of disappointment because a lot of people saw these guys as young men of promise, full of opportunity, Bowers said. And for some reason it didn't happen. All right. Um I'm gonna jump over to another article on W C H R. Um, it's titled Ballard Stock and Disappointed over Indyland and yeah. Sam. All right. It's been 24 hours since the news broke of the Federal Bureau of Investigation raid at the city-county building, confiscating files from the Indy Land Bank program. The federal investigation also led to the arrest of five people, including two city employees. After issuing a short-written statement uh, on Tuesday, Greg Ballard faced questions from reporters on Wednesday. Rightfully so. Mayor Bell held a news conference this morning hoping to shine light on several significant
0: construction
1: projects going on in the city this season. Instead, all anyone wants to talk about was this federal investigation into the bank program. What what he knew and when and why he didn't say something sooner. I'm going to take a pause right there because first and foremost... He should have been. That's been his name party this morning, having a news conference about this stuff instead of talking about some other bull crap that's been going on. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna uh, continue. Um, the mayor said that he was notified, quote, less than a week before, unquote before the raid, that FBI investigators would be coming in. Bowler said he became aware of the problems with the Indy Land Bank, quote, when I got a phone call, unquote, from the FBI. The mayor says after the shock wore off, there was, quote, a lot of disappointment, unquote. And he goes on to say, after the outrage, the shock, we pride ourselves on doing the right thing, we passed the ethics ordinance, the whistleblower
0: protection.
1: We did all of that very early in my administration. I hope most people know that because we wanted to toughen things up a little bit, we'll continue to do that. I tell people all the time we have a lot to, we have to do the right things, and we have to do it the right way. This is the kind of mantra on what we do in the city dollar said. Now, my thing is, I'm going to take a pause right there because you're talking about you're toughening things and you're, you, you know, cracking down and stuff like that, but it seems like we've had more scandals since you've been in office than mm-hmm. any other administration. So,
0: mm-hmm. I want to know,
1: how are you toughening up and how are you cracking down when we've had all this crap going on? Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm going to Reggie Walton headed up the program, and John Hawkins was a senior project manager. Both are accused of taking kickbacks and bribes for bypassing rules. Um, let's see. I'm gonna skip down. Um, Greg Ballard quotes, "When we go to their personal texts and emails, it's difficult. At some level, you put trust. You put trust in. Like I said." We have the ethics protection in. We put in the whistleblower protections in, and we did that to send signal to people. But you have to keep checking on people and talking to people and trust them because people in this city make decisions every day, and we trust we're doing the right thing. That's what we will continue to do, unquote. When asked how could he not have known about the scheme that was going on in his administration. The mayor said, if you read the indictment, you'll see how it was transacted, emails and texts and that sort of thing. We're obviously not privy to that, just like he said in the other article. If the FBI knows something is going on in your department, you should have the initial controls to know it's going on too, said Matthew Tully. Tully is a political columnist for the Indy Star. He's been covering city government For 11 years He says while he believes the mayor Didn't know anything about the corruption He minute, he says while he believes The mayor didn't know anything about the corruption That that may be the biggest Problem of all Quote May be a sign stronger leadership Is warranted from the mayor Said Tolly But once the mayor became aware of the corruption in the FBI raid That lasted four hours while agent collected computers and files from the Department of Metropolitan Development. He didn't come forward right away. After our repeated attempts to contact him, he finally instead issued a brief statement saying, when all of this was going on, I wasn't hiding. I was at the rookie lunches. Everyone knows I go to that every year, and most of your operations were there, said Ballard. Quote, this is a PR decision on their part. They wanted to hide, and they did, and they did, and any suggestion otherwise is comical. We all know what happened. The mayor hid, said Tolley. As far as the land... As for the land bank is concerned, the mayor says it may be on hold for a short time as his administration reassesses procedures to prevent this type of problem. Quote, we'll have to see what the feds do first. Adding, and adding to that, he says, we are ready to cooperate fully. The mayor also says that he wants lawmakers to clarify the issue of land bank sales. FBI agent, agents and Indiana State Police spent Tuesday morning at the city department of the Metropolitan Development, specifically targeting the land bank office. That's where the U.S. attorney says two city employees worked with three others to turn the program into a money making making venture. So that's what I have for this story. And, see, what do you have to say about this whole situation? Do you think the mayor should take some responsibility of this?
5: Yes, I do, absolutely, 100%, because he, as being the mayor, has a responsibility of making sure that things are running the way that they're supposed to be running, and for him to say that there were certain aspects that he was not aware of right there it shows um a lack of responsibility while while he is in position. And not only that, but my personal opinion is is if this whole thing has been under investigation for some time, he can't sit there and say that he didn't know. So my opinion is that I truly believe that he got kicked back too. And I really do believe that and I think that his whole denial Is a way for him to keep his nose clean So I truly believe that he That he actually knew But see he didn't think that it was going to actually Come to this point And now that it is he's trying to Cover things up That's exactly what I believe
1: And to me It's just my thing like you know you're throwing these young men under the bus, and like I said, you need to take responsibility. And, and I don't want to hear the excuse, well, I'm just not privy, and I'm not too, you know, I don't know what's going on with the emails and this, that, and the other. Because mm-hmm. if the feds were, if they, if they had inkling that something was going on, why didn't you as mayor, suspect it? Why didn't you have a, them in place to check these people and make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do.
5: Am I Mm -hmm. right? Right. You're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right because he took, you know, with him taking the oath that he took, that includes everything that you just said. And for him to not uh, be playing, I truly believe that he's not playing the part of a mayor because a mayor, you know, will not make comments like that. A mayor will make sure that things are being run the way that they're supposed to be. And um, and playing the playing game,
1: yeah.
5: Right, absolutely. You appointed absolutely, and you appointed
1: Mm -hmm. Olgen-Williams, Which in turn appointed this guy And to me like What what business does he have To be appointing anybody to some public Form You see what I'm saying And Mm -hmm. I'm sorry like I I don't even know if I want to go here I don't even know if I want to Because to me He's a joke
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm sorry to say that he's a joke And he does not represent me I said mm-hmm. uh, we elected one mayor, and I didn't even elect him. So he this this crown does not represent me. So why is he making decisions on who is over these funds and who's over this program? Why is he? Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I'm gonna right? say
5: Yes, you are absolutely right, and I believe that uh, he makes those decisions like that because he wants to make sure that he has a reasonable scapegoat, and I'm just going to leave it there because of the simple fact that, you know, if we look at
4: O.D. Williams,
5: and I'm just going to put it out there, in my opinion, he does not meet the qualifications to be a deputy mayor. And I truly believe that the current mayor right now knows that, you know, there was some type of report that was set between those two. He saw that he did not have what it took, but he also had this um, this type of, um, I don't even know the actual words to say, but he knew that just... He knew that he did not have what it took, but he tried to find wasn't any old ordinary person. Right, he right, he tried to find any old ordinary person that he could, so that when things get a little heated, yeah, so it you like
1: know, like the yeah. And to me, like mm-hmm. this this version of quote unquote diversity, it mm-hmm. it's a mockery, and, and, and to me, it's a mockery on many levels because it's a mockery for one. I feel it's a mockery to um, the African-American community.
4: Um, mm-hmm. It's not a good
1: representation. I think that, you know, and this is what I, I have a problem with, diversity and people putting people in positions to make it seem like they're diverse. It's a form of diversity, but it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a mockery of it because you want to make it seem like you're diverse by putting clowns in positions where they are not, functioning correctly. They're not functioning mm-hmm. to where the people need them to be functioning. And I'm sorry. That's right. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. This is how I feel. And these black folks, mm-hmm. they, and I'm going to say, I can talk about this because, you know, this is my community. I can talk about it. But they get so excited when they rise to the top real quick. They get put in mm-hmm. positions where they know they, they do not belong. And then they rise to the top and they think that these people care about them, but they are setting you up for failure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's right. And, and that's to me, right. I just think it's really sickening that. And we need to wake up and stop being fools. Stop being crazy. Mm-hmm. Stop and let's be realistic about it, because you know something that bothers me is like we get in these positions, and, and to me, if you don't have morals and ethics, you don't have anything. You get mm-hmm. in these positions, you get greedy, you're, you're unthankful, you're ungrateful. you're in there doing any and everything,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you already know you're a token. That's you're right. Token, you get in here and do all this crazy stuff, and then mm-hmm. and then you call up in the scandal, and see what these people don't start to realize, you're making it bad for the next person. Mm-hmm. You're making it bad, bad right. for the black person that is or the minority in general that is qualified and that's willing to do the do the work right
5: and do the work mm-hmm. ethically,
1: and you're making it bad for them. That's right. And see,
5: that's,
0: and that, right. that's
1: what's making me mad. And I'm sorry, I know some people going to feel some kind of way about this, but I don't care because it's time for us as minorities to wake up. And I'm going go mm-hmm. to go uh, to junior I'm going to uh, take him off the of mute, and I'm going to see what he has to say about the whole situation.
6: Mm-hmm. They are? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't fully agree with that. Uh, you know, um, it, and, and here's why. You know, yeah, uh, no one, you know, as people, we're all individuals, okay? So for... One to say this person represents me or they don't represent me would be ridiculous. You represent yourself, you know. Well, you know you what? In an
1: idealistic work. world, that uh, may be true. That may be true, but most people don't look at it like that. So, oh, idealistically, on paper, that sounds good. And I mean, honestly, I represent myself every day, like But when you got someone right. that look like me. That are out here making decisions like that Oh yes it affects me Oh yes it affects that's me right. But people look at me and think that I'm like
0: that
6: So yes it does affect
0: me
1: And nobody's going to yeah, tell you that it does
6: And my brother That's just called stereotyping You know it, it, Well uh, people stereotype and it's just a reality It's a reality yeah, And it right. still happens in 2013 absolutely. It absolutely is Now see the The thing is Is you know, until all the facts, and believe me, if the FBI was investigating that, there are certain things I know about the FBI. I, I dated a girl that was an FBI agent, and that's about my expertise on it, okay? But you know what she was an expert on was uh, computer hacking and cyber crimes, okay? Now, one thing I do know about the FBI is that the FBI, was, uh, you know, starting from the beginning here, if the FBI had been investigating this for a few months now, there is no way Mayor Ballard would have been notified until they were ready to make the arrest. For the simple reason, they want nothing, uh, uh, you know, putting their investigation in jeopardy. You know, and no matter what. I still think he they, had something to do
1: with it, and I still think that I'm he, not, he was careless. I mean I'm not going to sit he here and make it, it for him. If, if you're a leader, if you're leader of the. Twelfth largest city in the United States. I'm not making excuses for you. So Yeah, I'm not
6: saying I'm not saying he did or didn't. What I am saying is that if he did, the FBI will find it. Believe you can believe that. Yeah. But you, know, well, you got to realize
1: it's early in the investigation. They just graded the office. They're still taking stuff out of the office, so they have not had time to process this. So we don't know. Maybe he wasn't involved yeah,
6: in it. Maybe he was, well, uh, but I'm leaning towards that he had
1: some involvement
6: in it. Hey, like like you, uh, unlike you, I did vote for Mayor Ballard. Okay, but oh, like well, you, you yeah, what you you get what you, vote you voted for. Huh? Uh, hold on. But like you, I do believe that if he if he had anything to do with it, he should fry the steak. And like you, I find it hard to believe that he did not have anything to do with it, you know, when all these appointees that he had are running around. What are you doing? Running running the office blindly? You know, I just I'm like sorry. I give no, Obama
1: I'm sorry, they're not gonna sit there and give a young twenty nine year old brother that type of power and that authority
0: mm-hmm. where he's not
1: being he's not being overseen by somebody to make sure that he's doing what he's supposed to I just don't buy that. I don't buy it.
0: I think he's a like
1: scapegoat. Huh. He's a scapegoat. The other young boy was a an scapegoat. And I think somebody else is sitting behind them and has something else to do with it. I don't care what nobody says.
0: And hey, you know girl, what? Girl, I don't
1: here, it, it, it is, Everybody including them needs to be taken they need to take accountability. I don't so, care. They need to be taken care of. And Anybody I,
6: that has it, something to do with it. I agree with that. And I fully agree with that. If it it, and believe me when I tell you That if he had anything To do with it If even a slight email Hints towards that Any higher members of the administration Knew about this It will be fried at the stake Under RICO statute, you know, But once again You know Until all the facts are there You can't make an accusation You know It's just like uh, it, you know, Throwing the ball in the earth like when uh, dang, uh, this whole thing going on in the Obama administration right now with his deputy of the IRS targeting conservative groups and charging him higher tax. you know? Yes. Hey, how can you tell me that the president of the United States, who appointed the fifth largest, the fifth largest member of government and the head of the IRS, and he was he did not know they were doing this. Come on, you know it. The pendulum like swings both ways. I to take fungus, You for him, but, what, but yeah, um,
1: yeah. Like I said, like the point I was making. Getting back to the point I was making, I said we as minorities we have to be careful, and you know when we That's get right. into position, we have to make sure we're doing what we need to do. That's right. And, I mean, you know, you don't want to hear it, that's fine. I don't care if people don't want to hear it, but I'm just telling you how it is. Um, In 2013, you will be looked at under a microscope, everything you do. And for you to think that you're going to get away doing some shit like that, that it's just just disappointing because you had people that gave you a chance Gave you a chance, and what did you do? Got <coughs> it's, greedy. It's just like a drug dealer. Like they get caught up with that. They look at that fast money. You know, they get caught up in in the greed of it, and the next thing you know, you're consumed with it. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're consumed in it, and it's just it's the fit that these people had. These good paying jobs, and I and I know it had to be a decent paying job, but you couldn't settle for the fact that you you were getting. a you already had a decent job where people wish they could make half of what you're making. People wish yeah, they right. could make it twenty five thousand. People be lucky to make thirty thousand this year, and you got the nerve to sit up here probably making at least fifty grand a year. I'm just hypothetically saying, but you 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 making probably more than the average person. Let's just keep it real, and you're gonna sit up here and get greedy, mm-hmm. and yeah,
6: and just think- it, it's crazy. The thing that makes me sick the most is this, and and, and and you know how I feel. I'm a true independent, okay? But the thing that makes me Good most sick is, it is what it is. Uh, No, I know, I know. But, like, we were talking last night about the difference between white-collar crimes and regular crime, okay? Here, Here, these people that commit these white-collar crimes, right, that affect hundreds if not thousands of people, end up going to these country club prisons, you know, where there'll be a country club federal prison, and the regular Joe who ends up freaking, you know, maybe maybe he ain't got a job and he's trying to feed his family and ends up stealing something, ends up getting sent to a county or state prison where he may not survive, you know. And the only thing he learns in there, because there's no rehabilitation whatsoever, because of, according to the government, lack of funding, but yet they've got the time to do all this other BS. You know, it they 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 just end up recycling them through and profiting, and the government ends up profiting from these things. You know, it, it that's what drives me insane. While well, all these damn executives get exempt, I say take these damn executives. You really want to teach them a lesson? You want to teach the Bernie Madoffs and uh, all, you know all these guys that just embezzle and all that? You want to teach them a lesson? Put them in a regular Joe prison. Put them over there, at Pendleton, and let 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 let's let them become some guy's bitch in there, you know? And friggin' we'll we'll see how they turn out afterwards, you know? Yeah. But the arrogance of these people to pull these stunts. Hey, I promise you this. FBI has been investigating this. They know if Ballard's involved or not. You know they're not going to release the uh, You know they're not going to show all their eggs right away. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh yeah, and then so, not sweep this stuff under the rug like like they usually do because they they are a separate entity and they're going to come in and do what they want to do and all they're going to do is stand back and watch. You get you going either cooperate or get ran over in the
2: process.
6: Yeah, it's right now what they're doing. They only showed. They only called Ballard to inform him of the arrests that are getting ready to happen. Okay, they did They They do not tell him exactly what all is going on, though, because what they're going to do now of is just sit not. back. They're, they're going to sit back and watch to see if all of a sudden the administration is going to start covering up stuff, and they'll be able to tell that. Yet the, the the FBI cyber crime unit. The people that will be looking over all these hard drives and all that—they are the best in the world, my friend. You know, these are people that th- these are people that end up locating hackers in foreign countries. And yeah, we've all gotten an email. Congratulations, you've won uh, dang, uh, lottery, uh, a dang lottery—a lottery in Nigeria. Well, you you know,
1: get, you got an inheritance from Nabutu from from. Africa or Nigeria or FEMA, somebody from damn India. You know, uh, yeah, all that crap. Yeah,
6: these are the people that find these guys, (laughs) you know. And so these are the people
5: that.
1: Yeah, go ahead. see.
5: So, you know, when, and so when the comment was made about white-collar crime, it's true, you know, and when we think about the white-collar criminals, You know, it is known that it's mainly people of high political stature or people with a lot of money. So when I think about that, I think about this, you know, we can't, that's why I truly believe that Greg Ballard has something to do with it. You know, and my opinion is, you know, with him being in office like that, he can't say that he didn't know. He can't say that he was not aware of anything, you know, and it very well could have even been to the point where, you know, he could have paid people to keep their mouths shut. So you know what I mean, like anything like that could have happened. But for someone of that political stature to be up in office and say that he did not know about what was going on when it is his job to make sure that things are running smooth. Smoothly, There's a problem lost. here I, call back in. I think we lost But that's
1: my thing Like you know I'm not going to Take up for him Because you know right. If you were voting Into that office that's, that's with any job Either you do the job Or you're going to Be held accountable When mm-hmm. something happens There's no accountability right. And I don't That's hey, right To me I'm sorry I, I don't You know And you know And I'm sorry If he you know who feels whatever way because – but you have to realize these are people that you allow to take these positions. And if you knew they weren't, if you had doubts about them, if you knew that they weren't doing their job correctly, that's that's on you because you hired them. That's right. You can't sit there and act like, you know, kind of try to wash your hands from it and be like, well, you know, I – You know, I'm not involved in this And I have nothing to do with this No, you have everything to do with this Because your carelessness led to this situation And and I'm sorry Mm -hmm. And as far Mm -hmm. as what I said earlier About these people uh, Representing the black community Sure enough, we may be individuals But at the end of the day You have to look at it from a realistic point of view These people are making all black folks look bad. They're making mm-hmm. us look like we can't go in there and do the jobs, and when we know that's far from the truth. But you know, people want to say, "Oh, I'm my own individual." See, people want to do all this talk about this individual crap when
4: mm-hmm. you know
1: what I'm saying they they want they want to wash their hands from the community when it's convenient to them. Mm-hmm. But then they want to talk mm-hmm. about this unity stuff when it's convenient to them too. So. My thing is, are we going to be individualistic or are we going to be in this together? You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can't say that I'm Absolutely. an individual and this, that, and the other when it's convenient.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And for you to say that, you know, well, um, I disagree because uh, – I'm my own individual. I said you may be your own individual. You may be different, but you know what? At the end of the day, people are not looking at that. They're looking at a whole group of people and it, when they see stuff like that, that puts doubt in their mind. Right. About, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just saying it from a realistic point of view. Mhm.
5: Absolutely. And you know, and um and just back to the deputy mayor. You know, when you, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was when he was appointed, you know, the honest first thing that came to my mind was what is Greg Ballard thinking? What in the world is he thinking? And the only thing that Ogin was really looking at was money and status. Now, he goes out here and he buys his sons, all these cars and Clothes and all this kind of stuff And uh, and I'll never forget you know when I was Working down at Ivy Tech when one Of his sons came in and I guess He felt like he was being done wrong And he stood right there And said I guess You don't know who I am I am Ocean Williamson and the first thing I said was so And so what You know and my thing is Is that you know I don't. I can't even count on one finger of the things that the deputy mayor has done, you know. And that know really does, the, huh? I I don't know what he does. No, nothing. I mean, I can't think of one thing that he has done. And I mean, and that really goes back to something that you do that you said that if you have someone working under you. And they're not doing the things that they're supposed to do. It really does make the original person look bad. Like, it it really does. And the thing is, is that just like you said, I wouldn't want somebody working under me doing things like that. You know, mm no, because that really does make you look bad. Absolutely. Right. But mm-hmm. like you said, you know,
1: like, you know, and we might receive some criticism about it, but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm gonna stand by what I said. Mm-hmm. I'm not backing. That's what that's what I believe. And you're not gonna tell that's me that you know I'm I'm living as a black man. So you're not gonna tell me my experience. You're not gonna sit here and tell me what I know or what I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying?
1: You're not tell me. And I'm sorry, like you know. um you know, if you make it bad for the next person, you do. I, I don't. I mean, that's is how I feel. That's my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I
1: respect other people's opinion, but you're not going to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I, I know this. You know, I know how it is to be a black male. You know, being educated and you you want to do the right thing and you you're willing to you know go the extra mile and do what you're supposed to do, but because of the actions of other people. People are skeptical of you from the
5: start. hmm I mean, and, you know, and then you are so very right about that because, you know, we as African Americans have already been doubted from years ago. You know, like they have already said that we don't have the ability to do anything, and now with you doing something like this, And being one of the main people or the lead people in the scandal, just like you said, makes it worse. And then one point that you were talking about how um, greed just came in and manifested, you know, when they were also talking um, in the story, and it says that one of the defendants even took a bribe from an FBI agent. Really? Hmm. See, you know, it doesn't pay to do those deathly things in the way because you don't know who you are even getting involved in, involved with. And he done sat there and took the crime and then made it even worse and then got an, another charge. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Mm hmm. Just so sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Just it's
6: sad, it's sad.
5: Yes, it is sad.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that story. You know, um, it's just it's just really unfortunate that this has to happen. And you know? uh-huh. it just it's just really wake up call that people are greedy. Mhm. Uh-huh. People are greedy uh-huh. and they they can't content. Like they say money is the root of all.
5: Mhm. you...
1: Become greedy you'll do anything
5: Yes You will
1: But we're going to move on To more local Stories mm-hmm. Um, I guess there was A shooting that took place on the east side Earlier This evening. No. Uh, This was posted Actually this was posted Probably last week. Uh, it was updated May sixteenth and entitled Man Dies after apparent altercation on the east side. Indianapolis police are investigating the death of a man on the east side of Indianapolis. Officers were dispatched to a on an unconscious person at the east of Seventh Street and to, to current to Street around 7.30 p.m. Police believe that there may have been an altercation between two men just before the officers arrived. The man found, was unresponsive, and was pronounced dead at the scene
6: after the M.S.
1: personnel attempted life-saving
6: procedures.
1: Police say that the man engaged in this fight is cooperating with investigators and not under arrest at the time. Take people away um, An autopsy To find In the midst of the death Determine if they for charges In this case That's bad And the thing about it is, is, you is This ain't even summer yet And all this stuff is just going on
5: That's right
1: So it's just like People just be safe Be aware of your surroundings And so um, I don't know. Just avoid conflict. It's not worth mm-hmm. conflict with people because I'm sorry. I don't know about you, but my life is worth more than trying to prove something to poopy in in the crew and prove something to a bunch of people. It ain't worth.
5: That ain't worth your life. That's right. I mean, you know, and, and I, I'm. Firm believer in there's the time to talk and there's time to keep your mouth shut, and a lot of times you know um, there are a lot of people that talk at the wrong times, and what I mean by that is, you know, just like you know, try and I'm a kind of coattail on what you said, you know, a lot of people seek conflict, you know, like they want to get their point across, they want to prove something. You know, they always want to show people what they can do and what they're not going to tolerate. But I am going to say this. If I see somebody with a gun that is in my presence, I know when to keep my mouth shut. Right. <laughs> because I will not be doing no crazy talking. I will not be up in your face because words cannot battle with a gun. That's
1: right. Words
5: can't because that gun is going to... That their gun is more powerful than any words, you know, any words that are ever expressed. So if you want to sit up here and talk to the gun, then you do that. And you must realize that there are consequences for that, too. <laughs> and it's just, it is absolutely crazy. Yeah, and it just doesn't, just, it just
1: doesn't really, and most kind
5: of people get into occupation over stuff, they don't even matter mhm mhm absolutely absolutely and uh, I was actually um my um aunt she and and I'll give you a perfect example um my aunt um she has told me today that one of her um friends' home had uh, gotten robbed or you know like someone had actually broke in and, like, told many things of my own. And and so she told me that um, when the young man found out who did it, he went to confront the individual that he heard that had done it. And the individual didn't only say yes, you know, he was kind of, Big and bad and was like yes And I done it and you know What the H you going to do about it And the man whose house got robbed Just took out the gun and shot him three times in the head So Oh wow uh, uh, Yes so what I got from that was You know And it could have very well been That the young man who got Burglarized Was probably already on a mission To really go out and Seek revenge but it made it worse when he made that comment. You know, it made it worse when he said what he said. And, you know, and it just doesn't pay to does. talk like that. You that. nope. And
1: that's why I said, I don't care how big and bad somebody is, ain't nobody bulletproof. That's right. Nobody's that's bulletproof, right. Nobody exempt. Taking them, you know what I'm saying Taking them bullets and getting that chest wet up That's
5: right You see what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Absolutely
1: And like Mm -hmm. I said, a lot of times We we are engaged in things And we we are engaged in certain lifestyles That we know we shouldn't be engaged in You know, we out Mm -hmm. here Living fast We out here smoking We out here selling We out here, Mm -hmm. you know Sipping and sampling and doing things We ain't got no
5: business
1: doing out here And then then You wonder why you get caught up In the situations that you do
5: That's right Mm Mm-hmm Mm-hmm Yes, because bullets Have no eyes They will just, you know And That really kind of goes back to the whole Gun control thing You know Mm -hmm. Anger, anger will cause a person to do things that, you know, will actually cause them to just reap certain kind of consequences. But the thing is, is that, you know, that just goes back to the whole thing. Um, Guns don't kill people. People kill people. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and when you go out here, you be reckless. With these guns and stuff You know all because you're angry Or you're jealous Or whatever the case may be You know I don't think that people Even realize that when you Do things towards people Or when you um, Run off at the mouth and do all the kind of stuff They don't realize that A lot of people remember these things And you know and they can Just be and, and that and those Kind of things can just be um, bubbling up in people to where they just want to explode or just want to do something just so dastardly. So you're right. It just doesn't pay to just see conflict just gone about your business.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, I wanted to move on to the next story, uh, Indianapolis teams the for bullying classmates on Facebook. Now, before I read this story, I gotta say this: like parents need to really be on these kids and stay on them. Because you sit up here and think that your, your kid is an angel and they're they're you know they they they're above you know um, getting into trouble and. Uh, you know, my my child will never get caught up in some stuff. But honestly, you don't know what these kids are doing online. Mm-hmm. So, um, this story is entitled "Indianapolis teen suspended for bullying classmates on Facebook." Okay, an Indianapolis teenager's in big trouble tonight for cyberbullying using her social media account. Several of her classmates say that she threatened to beat up classmates unless they paid her off. The okay. mother of the victim cell, um tell Eyewitness News, this, this is from Eyewitness News on um, Channel 13, that, um, okay. that she thinks that no one should take the case lightly. Quote, not to be picked on, not to be bullied, said Unique Bridgman. Bridgman said her 11-year-old daughter was one of at least five students at her school that weren't just bullied, but they were forced to pay up or get beat up. She, First of all, what are 11 and 12 and 13, what what are they doing on Facebook? But anyways, I'm going to get to that in a minute.
6: She says
1: that she knew nothing was wrong with her 6th grade daughter. Not only did she want didn't want to attend Charles Moore Fairbanks Fair School, IPS School 105, she became afraid, afraid to even set foot on the bus. Quote, it got to the point where she was crying that she didn't want to go to school anymore. She wanted us to change schools. She wanted to move somewhere else, Bridgman said. Um, the problem was a 13-year-old girl threatening over Facebook to beat up a younger student. The problem was a 13-year-old girl was threatening over Facebook to beat up younger students if they didn't bring her money. Bridgman's suspicion grew when her daughter started asking for money. You're asking for 5 10 $15? What do you need $15 for school for? You aren't getting anything out of the stack machine that costs $15, she said. Bridget said her daughter, Bridget said her daughter was wanting to bring money to school wasn't the only red flag. Her behavior changed, too. Like her grades. she um, was saying that she was not paying attention. She was more afraid of who was going to be her friend, she said. What worries Bridgman the most is growing number of suicides involving young people, where bullying may have been contributing factor. She hopes every parent has has had a heart-to-heart talk to their kids about reporting bullies, especially at school. "Quote: Don't ever feel like that is your only option to take your own life, because it's not," Bridgman said. One of the victims was brave enough to share those Facebook messages with her teacher, and that just what IPS students want students to do, report bullying to get an adult right away. IPS has zero tolerance for bullying of any kind. The 13-year-old girl got suspended for five days the first time for bullying, returned to school, and did it a second time. And it's suspended again. So, what do you mm-hmm. think about this bullying? Like, do you think it's a it's a real problem that's going on, or I mean,
5: yes, yes, it is. You know, it is a severe problem because um, when you have these bullies out here saying these things to these kids or threatening these kids. You know these bullies don't really understand the effect that it's having. You know, because it's getting to the point where, just like that article said about the girl, you know, grades go down, suicide rates get higher, um, then kids start acting out. And yes, that is a that that is just terrible. And one thing that I truly believe is is that parents need to get more involved with their children. They need to really look at behavior, you know, because a lot of times these parents will just assume, oh, okay, well, my child is just acting out, just be acting out. Okay, they're a teenager, they're acting out. But it could very well be that they are being bullied, and this is, um, something that is just becoming widespread everywhere. And it's just terrible, you know. So this this problem needs to be rectified as of right now because um, you have students that, you know, are dropping out of school. They don't want to go back. You know, they're uneducated, don't have a high school diploma. They're reckless. And their life can be ruined. Just because of bullying
1: And, and to me I want to know what the parent Of the bully has to say about it mm-hmm. I mean you always hear from the, the Kids that's being bullied and their parents But what does the parent have to say When their child's the at school Doing all that mm-hmm. You
5: you know what I believe Well and I'm going to say this um, I truly believe that in one circumstance, parents may not know. But in another circumstance, the parent of the bully may know, but they're afraid of the child. And I know that that seems crazy, but there are circumstances where you have parents that are not involved with their kids, so they're not going to know that their child is out there bullying anybody. And being not on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Absolutely You are so right about that And then you also have Circumstances just like I was saying Where these parents are Deathly afraid of their children You know and they Know and they know that their kids Are out here doing things like this They know that but they are Afraid to say something because They don't want to get hurt (laughs) And it's sad That there are circumstances where parents can't be parents um, because of their fear. But, oh, it's just terrible.
1: Yeah. but And another
5: issue, I want to know,
1: why these kids even got a Facebook? I mean, I ain't trying to be proved. I ain't trying to be, you know, not with the times. But why should 11 mm-hmm. year old and 12-year-olds be on Facebook? And obviously they're not being supervised because the parents didn't even know that this stuff was going on on either end. Mhm, mhm, absolutely. So to me that becomes that becomes one of the big issues out all of this. I mean, you know, and then for this for this child to have to feel like they gotta bully people for money, there's deeper issues involved in this situation that we just don't see from the surface. Right.
5: Like, you know, you want to bully somebody for money, then uh, you need to go out there and you need to get you a paper route. You need to go out there and cut grass. You need to go out there and paint somebody's house or something. You know, if you want money that bad, why do you have to resort to being a bully? That is just nonsense. You know, I don't know if it's because they have been bullied, I don't know if it's because there's something that's going on at home or something that's going on personally with them. But um you know, I mean, I don't know, it's 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 just crazy. Mhm.
1: Yeah. Mm. See, I just wanted mm. to bring that up. I think bullying is like real serious. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what else I want to talk about This is a sad story that's going on In Indianapolis And I just saw this story before I got on air And I wanted to read
6: this because so this
1: I just, I just don't even know I said, you know, I don't know what this world is coming to This story is entitled From WTHR.com IMPD investigates One year old girl's beating death so this child was beat to death And she was only one years old mm. And it reads Investigators and neighbors are raising questions About the death of a one-year-old Indianapolis girl Aubrey Strode Dunn's death was no accident The coroner says that the one-year-old Aubrey Died from multiple blunt force trauma The coroner mm. is conducting even more examinations on the girl's body to explain her death. Meanwhile, metro metro homicide investigators are looking into the case. Aubrey Strove Dunn's short life ended inside her parents' apartment on the Marion, on Marion Avenue. The young girl was beaten to death. Paula White lives in an adjacent apartment. Quote, The day that she died I couldn't I didn't hear anything unusual than any other day. I could always hear the kids running around the house. I didn't hear any screaming, said White. On May 4th, White said she saw the little girl's body covered with a sheet on the living room floor. She said she was overwhelmed. She overheard, I'm sorry, um, Indianapolis Metro Police detectives questioning Aubrey's mother, in um, the mother's boyfriend, but didn't make any arrest that night. The Marion County's coroner now says that someone killed Aubrey. The cause of death is still listed as blunt force trauma. Neighbors like Leanne Wim, a mother herself, says that she watched as paramedics carried Aubrey's lifeless body from the apartment. Um, mm. She says they came. With the baby dead on arrival So when they came out With sheet over it It was com- completely sad And heartbreaking said Now as detectives Searched for answers Neighbors are talking about What they saw leading up to that night Including Telltale signs of abuse The first time I met her She did not have bruising on her face Said White White says that now Aubrey's shoes left on their front porch serves as a reminder of her young life cut short far too soon. It will take about eight weeks for forensic results to be processed. In the meantime, homicide detectives will try to learn more about Aubrey's fatal injuries by interviewing the girl's mother and boyfriend. Quote, it just breaks my heart thinking how can someone do that to a child? Because I had kids and I could never lay a hand on them, said Swim. Now, this is the type of story that just really angers me. Mm -hmm. Because what can a one-year-old child do to where you feel that they deserve to be beaten like that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you had that little bit of patience to where you can't even deal with, you know, children, you just don't need to, you you should just give them up for adoption. If you feel that you can't handle them to a point where you feel like you have to do, like, some type of physical harm to them, you just need to give your Mm -hmm. kids up to somebody that is willing to praise them. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's just Really sad
0: And
1: um, mm-hmm. That's just really sad That you know that they Feel that they have to beat the child Because they can't control their anger And they get frustrated with Because the child's probably Crying or something And you and you can't be a man or woman Enough to control Your emotions That's right You can't control your emotions you need to control your emotions that cause you to lay in that bed and open your legs hmm That's right. Absolutely. That's just they just go yeah. to show you these young little trifling mothers and these no good fathers and see they'll put they'll put see they'll put the man before they child a lot of times. hmm.
0: They'll allow mm-hmm. that
1: man abuse their children, abuse them and they, and, and they ain't gonna do nothing about it.
5: That's right. hmm Yep, and see, and, and the thing that gets me about cases like this is, you know, people always want to use two things. Okay, well, I was beat when I was a child, so I feel like that's the right thing. No, don't know why I want to hear that. And then another thing that gets me is that, you know, when it's time for them to go to court, the first thing that they want to is insanity. That's not going to work either. See, that kind of stuff really pisses me off. And oh. I truly believe that, you know, when you beat a child like that, you shouldn't be able to plead insanity. You shouldn't be able to do that. You shouldn't be able to go to some insane a- asylum and Live out your actual conviction there. You need to be in jail because you know the simple fact that when you go to jail for beating a child, you're going to get your um, ass beat, excuse me, because these because these people in jail, they don't play when it comes to children. You do anything mm-hmm. to a child, you go in jail, and they find out they are going to beat your natural black, white, Asian, whatever you are, they're going to beat you. Because they don't tolerate that, and so I think that that's where they need to be. That's exactly where they need to be. There is no excuse for beating a child, a one-year-old child. That child knew nothing. You have to train up a child. Child knew n- absolutely nothing. Didn't have a care in this world, and you beat that's the true. child oh. with your own self gratification. And, and I'm and I'm just going to use that because. You know, for these sick people out here, they claim that they feel better once they beat these children because they feel like that they have accomplished something. You didn't accomplish nothing. Oh, you know, and it's just sick. It, it is so sick. It is. It's mm-hmm. very
1: sick. And I think mm-hmm. that, huh? I think sometimes these people, I think your coochie card, your, your vagina card, <laughs> And your penis card need to be revoked mm-hmm. because you have mm-hmm. no right, and you 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 have no business to even be able to reproduce. If you got if you got that sick of a mind, you you don't have any business re-pre, recreating nothing. That's right.
5: That's
1: right. Absolutely. Oh. Mm hmm. I, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh
5: Uh Uh-huh Oh, no, and so, you know, I was just going to say That, um, and you are so right about When you said that they cannot control their anger You know, it should never get to the point Where, you know, you get so angry To where you feel like you need to beat a child If you feel like you need to beat something Or beat somebody because you're angry Beat your damn self Don't beat a child they, I'm sorry, Siddiqui, but I had to say it. You know, they didn't do anything. They didn't I do know anything this, to you. It's going just makes you mad.
1: Like, it will make it you is. mad. Like, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's it. Yes, it is sick. sick. Yes,
5: it is this,
1: sick. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, you know, uh, people like this. Make me sick because there's parents that wish they could have. There's people that wish they could have kids and that would give their mm. child to the work And here you are, mm. you know, you're able to have kids and you're able to bring kids into the world. And what do you do? You kill them. Mm. If you if you mm. feel, if you can't handle that child and you knew that this wasn't for you, at least give that child a fighting chance and give it up for adoption if you don't want to do it. That's right.
5: Give it up, right? Mhm, mhm. I mean, yeah. and it's just you know. I mean, mm-hmm. they they really need to just be strapped down and just be They they really do. They need to feel the effects of um, you know that that beating that they gave their child to cause them to die. They need to feel that because anytime you feel. Justify for doing something like that, you need to just be burned, and I'm sorry, but you really do it's just it is horrible that baby was deprived of life, deprived of life will never be able to see the prom, will never be able to see the first grade, will never be able to see their second birthday, nothing all because you have been inconsiderate um no good raggedy at oof see and I don't even want to keep going because I'll run the time over just saying all kind of words about this person, about this person.
1: <laughs> well, that's <laughs> some of these raggedy old raggedy slut women. Mm. They don't care. They they they'll put a man before they child. And I don't even know based on this article if this was the actual child's father. They just said that this was the girl's boyfriend, and this is this is my thing. Girl, if you that loose to where you got a one-year-old daughter, and then now you got another man, because I'm from what I'm getting, and I could be wrong, but I don't think that that child is the guy's father. I mean, I don't think that child belongs to that guy, because they refer to him as the boyfriend, not as the child's father.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So who knows? Mm-hmm.
1: But like I said, um... You know, it, it can go either way. Sometimes these women, these guys will cover up for these no-good women, but most of the time it's these women that will cover up for these no-good-for-nothing men. They don't do nothing. Nice. Right. All they do is take $5 foot long. <laughs> you know, they ain't got to come in with nothing. All she has to do is bring a $5 foot loan and shove it up her behind
2: and make her
1: sing the $5 footlong Subway jingle, and that's all he has to do. Ain't a food that nothing. She taking all kind of footlongs. She is ramming and jamming all kinds of kubasa sausage up in her behind, and she ain't thinking nothing about them children <laughs> that she, she brought into the world. You're right. <laughs>
6: And I, you know, and like what? I said,
1: just, and I'm just, I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel. And I, you know, and I don't mean to be vulgar, but that's just all these women are—they are They're a bunch of sluts and whores, they sold mm-hmm. out junkies, cracked out junkies, and they mm-hmm. will choose a man, or they'll choose some crack, or they'll mm-hmm. choose that liquor bottle, or they'll choose pookie or they'll choose Josephus mm-hmm. they'll choose everybody else over their child mm-hmm. and see what makes me mad is these children don't have no way to protect themselves. They can't even talk and tell you know right. what's going on with them
5: That's right', That's right. gonna take That's an
1: eight right. week and it's sad it's gonna take an eight week long test to see what actually happened to this child. Uh, uh,
2: uh, uh. And they obviously
1: trying to, we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. We was high. We was busy smoking meth. We was busy Mm -hmm. smoking fat. We were busy screwing. We were busy at the club. We were busy sitting outside smoking them cigarettes.
5: Mhm. Yes, and I mean, well, and it should never, and it should never get to the point to where you let, you know, another man beat on your child, and not only that, you shouldn't beat the child. Period. You know, you don't, you don't beat children like that. But my thing is is that. For that mother to not even take, you know, have the best interest for that child. You know, you don't let another man come in and do whatever they want to do to a child. And then you think it's okay. No, that is not okay. It will never be okay. And for these women to be out here and allow that kind of stuff to happen, they are absolutely just trifling you know, that that's the actual word just trifling and it makes no sense whatsoever. None. You know, then what gets me is that they wanna go out here looking all of that and have their hair and have their nails and stuff done and don't give a damn about their kids. They could care less about their kids, you know, and you know, not not really going back to the um well, and I do wanna say this too, you know, when you don't have your child's best interest at heart, you're going to allow anything and everything to happen to them. You're not going to care what they do. You're not going to care what they get into. You're not even going to care what somebody else does to them. Because at the end of the day, all you're going to be worried about is what you want. When you have a child, it's no longer about you. It is no longer about you. It's about the the welfare of your child. And that mother needs to be beat down her dang on self. She she needs to be beat down. Period. Cause that just makes yeah. no sense whatsoever. None. Mm-hmm.
1: you know how I feel about these stories. Give me, oh they make me mad. Mhm.
5: Absolutely. Because Good you're taking up. a his child. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-mm. But what do you think about the man Like I mean What do you think about a man that would do that to a child Like because I don't know We don't know at the point who did what Or anything but they're saying That this child was beaten, So somebody had to do it mm-hmm. So what do you well, think about a child Man that would put his hands on a child And harm an a innocent infant? What What do you think about a man that would do that Or could we even call him a man
5: well, I'm going to say this. That would just be a creature. I would consider him a creature, and um, and I'm sorry to say that, but I would. And I would consider uh, that creature <laughs> as being a coward, a wimp, a sissy, an asshole. Every damn thing that is in the book that is negative about a creature like that is what would mm. define that person because, you know, you putting your hand on some you know, you getting to the point to where you are three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times older than this mm-hmm. child and you, you know, are being forceful with this child to where you kill this child, you know, you have some issues that have stemmed from either years ago or when you were a child or whatever that should have been rectified right then and there, you know, because a person that don't have issues like that, they are not going to be putting their hands on on children. A man will oh. not, a man will not do that. So um, I just consider a person like that scum of the earth. I consider them just a maggot, just ooh, mm-hmm. just everything filthy would describe that man or that mm. that that creature, whatever the hell he is. Mm-hmm. But, terrible. but
2: see
1: people like see people like that won't get no time in prison. They they won't get you know what I'm saying, we'll give child molesters and baby killers less time than someone that just stole some money. Don't get me started on that. That's right. I I just don't understand that. Um,
5: I mean, you know what? I guarantee you this. If children were considered property, then I guarantee you that the time that a person was served would be different, but you got Money is being government property. So they feel as if that's more important than a child. Okay, so my thing is that your priorities are straight up mixed up if you think that U.S. currency is more valuable than a child. First of all, the child didn't ask to be here. The child that not asked to be here. A child is born knowing nothing, not knowing not one thing, you know, and you just mistreat and you abuse and you kill children like that. Oh, okay, we're going to sweep this under the rug. We're going to get him about five or six years. But then you got these people out here, just like you said, that's doing all these crimes with U.S. currency, Oh and they getting 60 years, and that is absolutely so you value money over a child. Come on now, now you know there is a problem there, but that's
1: why we are such an evil and just money hungry- country I mean because like like you know like they say money is the root of all evil, and that's why we value life more than money. I mean, we value money yes. more than life. That's why people get killed every day. That's why mm-hmm. people, you know what I'm saying, people don't care.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: They'll take you out in
5: a heartbeat when it has to do with some money. That's right. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. You know, even if yes. it's about 2 or $3, you know, and they want to go get them a, you know, and I'm just going to say this, and I'm really not trying to be funny, but it may seem like I am, <laughs> But I'm not. But, you know, and that even goes to the people who are poor or people who are Mm. out there begging for money. You know, you don't know what they will do. You know, and it's to the point. Right. Right. You know, they are just so hungry and they get to their wit's end. Honey, they will kill you over $3 $3 or they will hurt you over $3 so they can go get them a value meal from rallies or something. You need, like, you know, like they'll do anything that they can to get what they want. And I'll give you a prime example. Yes, yes, and I'll give you a prime just like example.
1: Woman, just like that woman, I ain't trying to be funny, you know, I, like that woman, you seen that video on YouTube? It was sad. I that want a dollar, yeah. Give me, a, give
0: me a dollar,
1: yeah. That man <laughs> making fun of that woman, but you know what? He better quit making fun of that woman because you know these people will do anything for a dollar. And you sit up and mess with right. that woman, about her dog dollar.
0: hmm Yeah. I'm gonna laugh
1: when they put that on World Star Hip Hop. When that woman get in that in that store while you while you behind that glass and she sneak around that building and get in that store. And what you
5: going to do then? Because you don't want to underestimate <laughs> no crackhead. That's right. Thank you. Because they're the most powerful. And when I say powerful people, what I mean by that is they are persistent. They're going to do what they need to do to get what they want to get. And there is no stopping a crackhead. I am so sorry. You know, it's almost, and I don't want to say like a cockroach, but I'm saying like they will Continue to just pop up anywhere, you know. Like they will continue to come. They will continue to pop up and to make sure that they get what they want. Even if you give them something, honey, they will be back tenfold. Okay, they are not stopping until they just get any and everything that they want. So you're so right. You know, you know. What if she does pop up? Behind that glass Your ass is grass And that woman or that man That crackhead is a lot more You know so you're right You know you can't mess with crackheads Because Hey okay. mm-hmm. well, Speaking
1: of crackheads I got another story I right, a couple more mm-hmm. stories This is a story A 92 year old woman found In a house doing a meth raid this happened in Muncie. State police say that troopers found a 92-year-old woman inside a central Indiana home where meth was being produced. An, agent, an agency meth squad went to the home on Muncie's south side on Tuesday, and officers report that they encountered overwhelming fumes from an active meth lab
0: when the door was
1: open. State Police Sergeant Don Bolin says that the 92-year-old woman on oxygen was among the people who were removed from the house. Bolin says an ambulance was called to the house, but the woman refused treatment. Police arrested a 46-year-old man on several felony charges, including mass manufacturing. A 46-year-old woman was arrested on resisting arrest Charges. Now you mm. know you want living up in your grandmama's house, mm. Selling and making mess mm-hmm. and distributing
0: that stuff. Knowing that
1: old woman was taking in all them fumes, and this is what I'm saying: people just don't got no respect.
5: Mm mm-hmm. mm. None. Like would none you
1: feel none. right doing that under? Your your mothers or your grandmothers roof selling that stuff and making that stuff and knowing that she is old as she is like ninety two mm-hmm. years old and you selling that mass and she she inhaling that stuff she probably sitting up there with a high too that's why why she mm-hmm. don't know uh, no no help <laughs> grandmama mm-hmm. up in there she getting she getting her buzz on too
5: that's right. That's right, but see, but I think this right here, I truly believe that they felt like, okay, well, if we do this up in Grandma's house, you know, ain't nobody going to suspect that we're doing anything like this because all they know is that an old lady lives here, you know what I mean? And so it's like, well, okay, so if we do this here, you know, the cops or other people are really not going to be, you know, knowing that um that something like this is going on. But my question is, you know, how did they find out that that was going on? So were so were they watching the house? Were they watching the activity? Like that's the question that I have.
1: Yeah Mm
5: -hmm.
1: Question But see that that stuff happens all the time This is not this situation Mm -hmm. I've heard where people be doing selling drugs At their grandmama house They be doing everything Sneaking people in and out At all hours of the night Doing just everything And like you Mm -hmm. said this is one of those things They don't think that, that Nobody would think that it would be going on in somebody's house like that, and that's a shame that you would put your family in risk like that. Because let me tell you something, mm-hmm. these people, when it comes to their drugs, they will come after your family if they can't get you. Yes, so yes. you doing this in your grandmother's house. Not only are you risking her health, but what if somebody comes over there and they want to kill you and everybody else in that house and your family and they ain't mm-hmm. had nothing to do with it? hmm
5: Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and that's just like uh how they be having those contracts and stuff out on people. You know, and and that just goes back to something that you just said, you know, if they can't find you, then they are gonna come after your family. And it's crazy, you know, and it's just like you know, them not caring about their family, all they caring is about their well being. So about to go back to that money. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. But it's a shame, you know, they could have blew her up or anything, especially her being on the opposite. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the they woman
1: really weren't Mhm. Huh? Oh nothing. I didn't know if you had something else to say.
5: Oh, no. Mm-mm.
1: Now, yes, yeah, I got one more story we're going to do, and we're going to let the people go tonight. We got this story. You want talk about crackheads. This is another crackhead move. This story is mm-hmm. called Suspect. Once again, this story comes from WTHR.com, local news. Suspect steals $500 from Northeast, and then, now there was another story where this guy I don't have time to do this for, but there was this story about this guy that stole from Ambass. Who does that? Ampest? They said, man, was caught stealing goods from. I don't even want to get into that because that's going to make me mad. Oh, my. But this Lord. story is an armed robber got away with nearly $500 from McDonald's drive through on the northeast mm-hmm. side of. Indianapolis You heard He got away In a drive through On the northeast side of Indianapolis Around 8.30 p.m. Wednesday Police say that a man Walked up to a window (laughs) This ain't funny (laughs) Window of a restaurant On a Pelton Pike (laughs) (laughs) Close close to Shalen Avenue According to the police report, he had wedged himself between a customer's car and drive-through window.
0: <laughs>
1: police say that he, he demanded the money, and when the money, in it, when the employee hesitated, he reached in and grabbed $480 out of the drawer and walked away. No arrest have been made at this time. Robbery Like most people go into a place And they drive out This fool walked away He didn't even run away He walked away
5: That's why I'm laughing at He he just walked He just walked on like Okay I'm gone That is Oh my god (laughs) He just but But my thing is you wedge yourself in between the window and the car. So how come the person in the car just didn't drive away? You know, because I would have been like, okay, <laughs> you're in between my car and the window. You too close.
1: <laughs> now, first of all, <laughs> might walk the drive too. I'm, 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 shit, I'm driving out because I don't know what that about to do. That's
5: right. <laughs> I want you want to food,
1: talk y'all. about Frank? He only got 400 He didn't even get $500. He got $480. They said they lied in this article on, on, this, <laughs> on this title. He got what with $480. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Come on. Come on. That is
0: horrible
1: show- now. Yeah, four hundred and um, you don't put yourself in danger for four hundred and eighty dollars. Mhm.
5: From and see here's the thing right here. Now so you said that he reached in and got the money from the from the teal? Yes. She said the person refused and he reached in and got it
1: himself.
6: So you mean to tell me
1: it wasn't no no hot fries, no 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 grease that you could have poured on that fool's hand? They didn't even say. I don't even know if the man did even have a gun. I don't think they were shooting nobody's gun. Okay, if they okay, I would wonder if they got some of hot grease some hot fries just came out there out that fire and dumped them on it in his face and closed the window. That's but you know right. what? I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even put my I wouldn't even put my wife in
5: jeopardy. I said shit. shit. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay. This exact but this bum,
1: but where where he gonna go? <laughs> I would've threw them hot fries in his face and slammed that window and duck. Or oh, I would have been running, <laughs> i have been caught i have been doing something.
5: You're <laughs> so right about that. But the person just gets me cynical. <laughs> but, you know, and I really hate to be laughing so much like that, but it's just funny because this whole story oh. is hilarious. It's the simple fact that, you know, why would they have – see, that's what they tell people. If you work in the drive through you keep that window shut until you are <laughs> ready to take somebody's money you keep that window shut. So I would fire the person that was at the window for keeping that dang on window open or cracked or whatever. The you know, I'll, off. I'll fire they they just took
1: that money and walked off like they nothing. Like they said, they just probably took their time. They probably stood there, count that money and just walked yeah. off. My thing is what the people in the cars do, they just sitting there watching.
5: <laughs> this this what I'm saying.
1: Because, obviously, nobody didn't do anything because the man has not
5: been caught. Right. So, let me say this, though. Now, this is what I'm thinking. Now, if the article or if the headline said that $500 was gone, but the man counted 480 do you think he gave the people in the car $20 to not say nothing? <laughs>
1: He gave somebody some hush money because he had to because
5: he got away. <laughs> he did. He got. He he walked, but he didn't run off scot free. He walked off scot free. He walked. That is what the, the funny part is, but it's just like. You know, so whether you camera around, I just,
1: I would have had to lie because I would have been feeling like all kind of stupid.
5: Mhm. It's just, see, and it's horrible. See, he had, he was just so confident. You, like, he just knew that nothing was gonna happen to him. He knew he was gonna get away with it. So he just was like, okay, I'm walking but he squads his and behind
1: and cart. I'm, I'm going to me wonder, did they even plan that? Because, did they plan that? Because how is it just somebody just going to come up and just do that and walk away? Mm.
5: And walk. Right. <laughs> you, and you know what? And it could have very well been planned. It really could, because you're so right. You know, like, Somebody would have been screaming, oh, my God, you know, this person's window. Oh, my God. You know, and then they would have been calling the cops or they would have been just yeah, into even
1: the cars. Yeah, even the cars behind them, like, didn't nobody think to call the cops? did nobody think to drive off? I'm wondering if this stuff was planned. Right. Absolutely. And he probably that car come up because he know that mm-hmm. car. They probably knew who he was because it didn't say nothing That's about right. no. Parts taken off and didn't say anything about It was just too easy for him to come up
5: there And take that money That's right, absolutely Yes it was Yes it was And um, Did it say that the person was Black, white Hispanic Anything
0: Well
1: It didn't say who it was But you know, let me see they 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 didn't give no description of it. Mm-mm. Well, it was on the northeast side, so who knows? It could have been Pookie coming up there telling his girlfriend, "I'm gonna come up there and you gonna give me the money. Well, you are gonna leave the window open oh, so I can come in and take that money." Who knows? Pookie could have had his. No, nah, I ain't going to do that. I'm not going to say that because I'm going to get in trouble. Yep. Yeah. Well, looks like we lost C, but that wraps up our show for tonight. Join us um, tomorrow night for another edition of the Urban Wire. Good night.